Welcome Queen, my name is Ezra and I am the host of She Is Ezra, the podcast. In this podcast, I am bringing to you all things spirituality, personal development, love and business. From the bottom of my heart to yours, I thank you for taking this journey with me today. Let's dive in. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay my deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I acknowledge that this is and will always be sacred dark and young land. Hello, my loves. Welcome back. So excited to have you all here. I am just loving the engagement on this podcast. It makes me feel so happy that people find it, I guess, insightful and helpful to listen to. That's why I create episodes because I just really want to share my experience, my perspectives and guidance on certain topics. I have been so busy recently that I just once again have not been on and podcasting and keeping this consistent and I actually am pulling back in another area of my life to focus more on creating content like this. Anyone who um, is starting up a small business or perhaps owns a company or even works a job that is very, very demanding, you'll understand that sometimes you have to let other areas of your life give so that you can give more energy to what you really want to focus on. And I always like to think that, you know, we, well, I don't like to think, it's actually a fact. We as humans, we have a limited like amount of energy to expend. So choosing what to focus on is super important. And now that I've actually started doing psychic readings as a service, I have had less energy to give in other areas of my business because it is so taxing. And if you're interested to um, hear more about my psychic experience and you didn't listen to the last episode, I created a podcast episode specifically around my psychic journey, which is like really, it's super interesting. And every single person who offers a psychic service will have had such a different journey. Um, And I guess it makes everyone's service quite authentic because of that. You might be listening to this podcast. In fact, you probably are listening to this podcast episode if your partner is not on board with your spiritual journey. Or it could be that your partner is not on board with a direction that you want to take. Or it actually could be a family member that's not on board with your spiritual journey. You really can't I mean, you can read about spirituality, you can, I guess, try and understand it from that way, but it's very, very hard to understand what people are talking about unless you have actually experienced it yourself. I would like to use my current partner as an example. He is very, very, very open-minded and he lets, like, He doesn't judge me for the things that I do. He definitely makes jokes here and there. Um, 
and stuff like that but he's just a bit of a prank style and I just I know he's joking he's not spiritual he's open-minded but he tells me all the time Katie I'm not spiritual and I'm like okay that's fine I'm not going to ever try and you know push my beliefs on him and he's the same I think we have a bit of a mutual understanding that we have different models of the world. Now, I'm going to go into that a little bit deeper. I'd also like to say that in my past, I have been, I guess, rejected, marginalized in my own relationships because of my spiritual side. And as a result of this, I've actually suppressed it. And when you suppress your spirituality, you become, you can become incredibly sad, um, feelings of hopelessness. This is my experience. Um, everyone's experience is going to be different, but I know that I felt um, incomplete. I didn't feel like I had purpose. I wasn't living on the vibration that I really wanted to live in. I just felt like I could not be my true self. Like I used to hide my cards and read them, um, hoping that he wouldn't find them. And every time I spoke about my spiritual side or I tried to start to tap into that, he would really put me down, make me feel very, very small and weird and almost like the other, like something other than him, if that makes sense. And it was just the worst feeling in the world. There is a difference between someone who literally just doesn't, hasn't had a spiritual experience, doesn't really know what you're talking about, and they respect your, they're like open to respecting, you know, the journey that you're on or they're not really sure. So there's a difference between that and someone just being a bully and being blatantly nasty and making you feel like you are, yeah, weird, the other, that there's something wrong with you. Because guess what? There's actually nothing wrong with you. We are spiritual beings. I don't care what anyone says about this. Spirituality, like shamanism, like healing has been around, um, like shamanism was originally documented over 10,000 years ago. So it's not weird. It's actually normal and part of the human experience. It's just the way that some of us have been brought up, our environments, you know, some media makes us feel like it's weird or it's woohoo or whatever. Just to let you know that it's not weird, it's actually, I really believe, based on my experience talking to other people and my own research, that if you have a spiritual experience, it is part of your human experience to have that experience. It's not a bad thing, which I think many people have been led to believe. Anyway, I could continue on about that for a very, very long time. But moving on, I just wanted to also make a comment before I kind of launch into what I wanted to talk about, about my own parents. So my dad is a shaman, which if you wanted to look it up, but it's like the medicine man of a tribe. So it's someone who does healings on a soul level, someone who traditionally, you know, used to collect all the plants and herbs and create remedies for people who weren't well. Um, in a lot of cultures, particularly, um, you know, in the Amazon, so in South, uh, South America, um, the shaman, which is called the Kirandero, um, I hope I didn't butcher that too much, but that used to, you know, 
clear people out from their spirit illness. So that could be like we would say mental illness, but a lot, in a lot of cases across cultures, is act, it's actually a spirit illness. Anyway, so my dad is a shaman and he has been for a couple of decades now and he's very revered and he has many students. So he actually runs like a, a full school. He has a shamanic school and I'm undertaking that course this year. Now, when I was a teenager and growing up with my dad in this way and spirituality was definitely not like 10 years ago, spirituality was not as in the mainstream view as it is now, like with TikTok and Instagram and, you know, it's such a powerful tool to spread awareness. But back then it was not, it was not heard of. And so I always grew up feeling like, I don't know, I was weird. My dad was weird. I was different. Um, and I never really talked about it. I used to get really bad secondhand embarrassment. And I feel terrible that I used to feel that way because my dad is seriously the coolest person ever and such a powerful healer. But when you're like a teenager, I'm sure you can relate. Your parents are just not cool. Um, well, I didn't think that mine were at that point. Anyway, so my dad used to tell me all these crazy stories about his healings. Um, so shamans can also do things like move spirits on. So, you know, the whole haunted house thing, they can actually go to a house and clear that house of spirits who are imprinted on the earth. So when people die, this is the shamanic belief, when people die, if they don't believe that they are dead, so if they're an atheist, when they die, generally they will stay as some kind of ghost or spirit. So take that with a grain of salt. If that doesn't align with you, that's totally fine. I'm just sharing with you what my dad used to share with me when I was like 14. And I was like, what? This is this is freaking crazy. Like what is going on? Um, because I hadn't experienced any of this myself. So by the way, I've always been very, very witchy. Um, I've always like been fascinated with, you know, fantasy. So I've always had that like side to me, but I just wasn't consciously aware that I was searching for some kind of spiritual connection. Always had that as a part of me. I just denied it for a very, very long time. It took me a long time to actually, when I started properly searching and properly seeing the world differently, I was, you know, probably in my, probably 21 when I was first really touched by spirit. And I just knew and I started to have a, a bit more belief um, in the world around me and more connectedness. But I can't explain that in words. There is no explanation that can be given through our finite minds to explain a spiritual experience. So I'm not even going to try, but anyone who has had a spiritual experience will understand. And if you haven't had one yet, and you're just starting out and you're like just into, you know, star signs and you're looking at the, the moon cycles and things like that. That's totally cool. As you continue along that journey, you will have much more, you know, experiences of connectedness to source, spirit, the universe, the great spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. My parents actually 
are a really good example of two people who have very different belief systems. So my dad has been a bit of a pilgrim, a pilgrim being someone who is in travels the world in search of a spiritual experience. And my dad, when I was young, he used to go over to and spend time with the Native American Indians. He used to go on vision quests into the desert in Alice Springs in the center of Australia. He's been going to Peru to do ayahuasca for many, many years. So he's always been very, very out there and very experimental with his spirituality. Whereas my mom is um, she definitely has like belief in the universe and she taught me a lot about, you know, positive mindset and the power of the mind, but she's definitely not to the same extent that my dad is. Um, but they have this mutual agreement that they just allow each other to do their own thing. And I think that's really beautiful. And they've been together for like 30 years. So it can actually work if you have different values. And that's what I really wanted to say. It doesn't mean that if your partner is not um on the same page as you then that's actually okay and it doesn't mean that they're wrong for you it just means that you have to come to some kind of understanding that brings me to my next point everyone has a different model of the world so my model of the world is going to be different to your model of the world and what makes up our model of the world is our experiences our environment our beliefs so even if, for example, let's say me and my friend, we both believe in the universe, but we're still going to have a different perspective on it. We're not going to have the exact same beliefs because, as I said before, a spiritual experience can't be explained, nor is it really, it, it can be shared, but you still can't articulate the experience. So you're never going to be able to have the same model of the world. And it's really important that we respect everyone's model of the world. And this was like a 101 lesson in one of my courses that I did, is that we have to acknowledge that everyone does have a different model of the world and respect it. So I encourage you, if you are in a relationship where your partner is not respecting or is not understanding or having time for your spiritual journey, then you need to set the standard. You need to, instead of hoping that they are going to, um, you know, make you feel accepted, go out of their way to understand you, you show them the way that you want the relationship to go. And this is not just for like spiritual connection or understanding. This is for anything. I truly believe you set the standards. So you ensure that you are respecting their model of the world. Let's just say your partner is Catholic and you're having a spiritual journey that you're, you know, discovering all these cool things. You're having Maybe you're having um, lucid dreams or you're meditating and having visions or you're, uh, there are so many different things that can happen. You're, you might have presences visiting you. You might be seeing things. You might be hearing things um, and, they, and they're Catholic. Well, are you respecting their model of the world? Are you taking time out to say to them, and listen to them and say, hey, that's really cool. Or have you even asked? Have you even asked what their model of the world is? Because 
you'll find that if you show someone that level of respect, they will usually show it back to you. So I say to my partner all the time, I respect your model of the world. I respect that that's your belief. I respect that we have different beliefs on this matter. And I don't try and argue him with him. I don't try and force him to see what I'm trying to um what I'm trying to tell him as like, you know, I know that he hasn't had the experiences I have. So how could he possibly understand? He couldn't. He really couldn't. Say to your partner, like, I just want you to know that I really respect your beliefs. Um, and I respect your values. And I would also really appreciate if you respected mine. And if they start saying things that, you know, aren't very nice, or they're not, you know, being supportive or encouraging, then just say to them, like, okay, that's your model of the world. This is mine. We can agree to dif- to disagree. We are different and we're never going to be completely the same and we are actually never going to agree on everything because it's just not part of the human experience to be that agreeable. And if you are just agreeable to everything, then in my experience, when I've been really agreeable and just molded myself to someone else's beliefs and values, I've ended up living in an inauthentic way. And it's actually an example of the wounded um, feminine energy to be doing that. So I would encourage you to have strong boundaries with your beliefs and say, no, this is what I believe, but I respect that your belief is different. And I don't expect you to understand because you actually can't understand because you haven't had the same experience as me. Also just say from a place of kindness that I just would like your support. I'm not asking you to believe the same thing. I'm not asking you to come on yoga retreats. I'm not asking you to, you know, do crazy stuff like ayahuasca in the Amazon, but I'm just asking for your support. So if you really break it down and bring it back to, I just want your support. I would like to be respected. These are my beliefs. I can see that those are yours. So let's just establish that and work together on this. Also, a good thing to explain is that it's really important to you. You might say to them, you know, just because you don't think, just because you don't believe what I believe and you think it's silly, it's actually really important to me. And you can actually think of an example of something in their life that you might think is silly. And you might say, well, look, this isn't particularly important to me. Just like my spiritual journey isn't particularly important to you. So let's just be kind to one another and allow space for each other to express our beliefs and where we're at and our journey. Another thing I wanted to add in here is that I am kind of throwing the belief out the window that our partner should be representing all of our needs in life. I think I always got into relationships thinking that I'd be able to tell my partner everything and we were just going to understand each other and, you know, we were going to always be there for each other and have each other's backs. And I think while that's really important, I don't think it's fair to put that burden on them that they are the one that you talk to about everything. So, I think that you can definitely talk about things that you can both relate to, that you enjoy talking about and find that connection. But in my personal experience, I don't 
you know, if I'm having these really cool spiritual experiences, I might mention one or two to my boyfriend, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking to him about it because I just know that it's like flattened to him. He's just got no idea what I'm talking about. Um, so I encourage you to have a network of people who you can talk to, whether that's friends, whether that's people in the spiritual community, that's people online. There's like so many different forums and chats where people can share their experiences. I'm um, part of quite a few pages on Facebook where they're sharing stuff about spiritual awakenings. I often go to a healer as much as, you know, whenever I feel that I need to so that I can connect to them and I can talk to them about my own spiritual experiences because I know they're going to understand. And I also know that my healers are not going to sit in judgment. Actually, that is such a good point. Okay, tell your partner that there is to be no judgment in the relationship. Okay, that's your model of the world. I'm not judging you for it because that's your experience and that's who you are. And I love you as someone who's in my life and I'm not judging you. So that's a good thing to say is I don't judge you for your um, beliefs and values. And I would appreciate if we just had a no judgment rule and say that no judgment, no judgment. We're not judging each other. We're accepting one another for who we are, where we are in our life. And you'll find that if you're with someone who is on the same page as you in the way that they want to work to have a healthy relationship that's, you know, all about respect and love and connection and support, then they're going to understand this. They're going to understand to leave judgment at the door, so to speak. And if you need to have a conversation, a deeper conversation, say, all right, no judgment for this conversation. I just want you to listen. Using this kind of language with people and being quite level-headed in the delivery, not getting angry, not getting defensive, just being matter-of-fact and calm and asking for simple, like, basic needs in a relationship which is can you support me can you love me can you respect me like that's all I'm asking here I'm not asking for you to jump on this journey with me if they do that's really cool but that's another point actually they might eventually start to ask questions like it's funny my partner says oh no I'm not spiritual and in the next sentence says I got a sign from the universe and I'm like okay mister I'm not spiritual <laughs> Anyway, so my point in saying that is if you if you have firm boundaries with your beliefs and you're like, this is what I believe, this is what works for me, they are eventually going to see that your spiritual mindset, your spiritual way of being actually is working for you and is getting beautiful results. And they are going to probably subconsciously start to align with where you are. And I find the higher that I rise, I love trying, not trying, but I love love it when my energy pulls other people up with me. It's such a rewarding feeling and it is 100% possible. So you keep doing you, just ask for their respect and no judgment and then you'll probably be surprised to know that eventually with no pressure, with no forcing your beliefs on them, they will actually start to see your model of the world more clearly and embody some of it, which is really cool. 
Another thing you can do is getting a spiritual coach. When you start a spiritual journey, it's not all fields of daisies. It can be actually quite confronting and you know, when you start healing yourself, whether you're going to healers or you're doing your own work, it can bring a lot up from the past. It can really hold a mirror up to where you are right now. And I really do recommend being guided through this. I have been guided by quite a few different people along my journey, and I do not know where I would be without them. So I highly recommend seeking counsel from someone, some kind of spiritual mentorship where you can be guided and supported. And so you're not feeling like, you know, you're burdening people who just don't have the capacity to understand because quite simply, they just, well, they can't understand because they haven't experienced it. So I hope that that has been helpful. Um, I know what it feels like to you know, feel like you're not being supported or accepted for where you are in life right now. And to be honest, anyone who is not going to support and accept you is just denying something in themselves. It's just always the way. Um, so you just keep doing you. Keep being who you want to be. It's your life. It's not anyone else's. And eventually, more than likely, the person in question your partner or a family member, whoever is going to see the way that your life has positively changed. And, you know, your boundaries, your belief will actually be a service to them as well and the people around you. So stay in your lane, keep your head held high because you absolutely have got this. If you are wanting to explore your spirituality, personal development, and your relationship with love more deeply, I invite you into my world with my arms wide open. I offer online courses, one-to-one -one experiences, and a membership that is literally transforming the lives of many. You can find me on Instagram at sheisezra and discover more. But for now, beautiful soul, have a wonderful day.